Wow, it is obviously so good to be back with you. I've um, been doing some pre-recording that didn't make it and that's okay. I think that actually leaves a lot more opportunity to tweak some things for this episode. Um, there could be a lot to be said for kind of the insights and uh, never a waste of time doing this work. So thank you so much for being here, for joining. Whatever you're experiencing right now, as long as you feel like you can be functional, um, definitely you can take life is not reality here and what we're doing, you can take kind of this whole experience with you and kind of connect you can take this connection with you in your experience. And so if you are cleaning, if you're running errands, if you've got um, a little bit of people around you that you are um, sitting around while you're listening to this on headphones and this is helping you go for it, I definitely have had to do that, especially in the beginning of getting into this work. Um, and so I'm kind of glad that the last, as much as, as cool as it was, I'm kind of glad that uh, we're redoing because I think that this is uh, kind of getting back into things and um, this is going to be even better um, with more insights. So double checking that I'm recording. Okay, so we are in fact recording, <laughs> obviously. So I'm going to get into um, more of the concrete examples. Um, and I'm going to get into a lot in this episode because... There's a lot to be said for when it comes to caregiving without having to sacrifice. So we're going to be talking about all this um, because it's based on a couple of episodes ago where I talked about kind of the therapy that I had been doing. Um, and so without having to sacrifice, there's definitely a way of doing that. Um, so really excited. Um, when you first get into this work, maybe you're first getting into it now. You're having a lot of heavy emotions, right? Because this interest-based life, like changing your life kind of self-help is, um, there's all different kinds of self-help out there. And nowadays it's become really cool, which I'm, I'm really glad about because, you know, I was able to find out about it and choose kind of my way of self-help that works. And I don't even think it's self-help anymore that actually is working. I and, and I don't think that it is healthy to call it that. I think it's become more about 
self-insights. Self-growth is even cool, but I think just more accurately because um, self-growth can be, it's not very linear at all. It can be all over the place and zigzag. So going into self and having insights, I think, is actually the deep work that comes of this. And being able to do this kind of deep work and have these insights all at once, it's like sometimes it's it doesn't even feel like words are happening, but you're like, oh, holy shit. Like, it's a lot of emotions or a lot of a relief that happens. And um, the relief that is, in fact, happening is just simply the... And we'll get into how to get into the state and how to understand self and other better and how to understand each other and how to understand yourself first and foremost before you can understand each other but getting to understand that the you know having these insights and being able to guide yourself through these insights while you're watching other people have their rat race while you're visiting with people while you're running around You can do this deep guided work for yourself anywhere and you can take it anywhere and connect anywhere. And sometimes that is connecting here or one of our connected um, channels and podcasts through kind of this network I feel like that we're a part of. And I'm glad you're a part of it with, with us here. Um, and so connecting with one of us or... I definitely connect with a lot of you out there as this deep work is going. And so by doing this, um, you're having your own experience. But we're in the same connection with your own personal experience. It's really cool how that happens. And so we're getting into this kind of thing. And so when it comes to personal experience, you know, that could look very different right now for you. What does that look like, actually? What is it that you're doing? Um, is there something you need to be doing right now? And can you find more uninterrupted time? Or is this perfect to help guide you along with what you're dealing with at, at right now? What's going on around you? Maybe people are acting crazy around you right now and you are really needing um, a connection. And that's why we're here. Um, that's why a lot of us are here. That's why I'm here because that's what I've needed at the time. And I'm very happy to be here in that way. It's very humbling. Um, so when you have, I've talked about kind of the therapy that I've, I've had to perform and kind of like as kind of the exchange and uh, what's funny when I talk about the exchange of therapy as kind of part of the con being, you know, being able to contribute. What I recognize is that there is still um, 
is actually an even better way of understanding caring for somebody. And actually, because it's one thing to talk about someone or to, and we're all, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. We all talk about each other at times, no matter who you are. Um, it's not a big deal. We all, there's things we like about each other. There's things we can't stand about each other. And so understanding and knowing this, um, is really important. If you can't handle that and that's the only thing it takes to break down a friendship or a relationship, then that's, you're going to be too weak for a team. They're going to be too weak for you if they can't handle that. Um, so like, we're all going to talk about each other. You know, I know that I'm being talked about. Like, I know that you're being talked about. Um, we're all going to talk about each other. It just happens. And I'm not even saying about anything personal here. Um, but even in those couple of episodes ago, as I was talking about... Um, what I was doing for somebody else, it was as if I was on the outside of this work. And I didn't quite feel integrated. There was some insight there, but it wasn't quite integrated into understanding that we're so connected as, as humans that we talk about each other. Like we're very interdependent that way. Gossip and this person did this, that person did that, whatever it is. Um, I had to let this person live with me and deal with their shit. Like, whatever it is. Uh, we're, none, none of us are innocent. I mean, who are we kidding, right? And so, um, in understanding this and getting into it means that this work is not disconnected and it's taking a different form maybe, and we're still integrated. Um, and so stepping inside back, um, it almost felt like, oh no, I'd be going back if I stepped inside. No, you're going forward now when you step inside because you're realizing. And that's the thing that this self-help work really does at first is you feel like you're on the outside of everybody else and their dumb shit. They could be interested in a totally different self-help that says, um, for them, right? For example, I, I started, I, the, the episode I did that didn't get recorded was very structural um, I think I'm going a little less structural. I like that, and I love the uh, metaphors that came of it to kind of explain things, but at the same time, being a little, um, starting with content and going into structure might actually be a little more helpful in this, in this point. Um, you might find some self-help, right, that says, because it's so subjective, right, like, I need, it's okay to have a few glasses of wine to create. And then you might have some self-help that says, you don't need any kind of, that kind of drink. You, you actually need a conscious drink and you need to be addicted to the conscious drink, which 
I've done a series on drinks and conscious drinking is coming up. Um, and you can definitely do your own spinoff or your own uh, take on it through your through your own content or just, you know, um, or responses. Right. So that'll be interesting coming up. But stepping inside and realizing that this work is never done. Never, ever done. And that your progress is also never done. Staying strong and vigilant and having boundaries is the key and it's necessary. But also knowing that because you're doing that and because you are even interested to begin with in, in genuine deep work, genuine development and genuinely growing no matter how non-linear it may be then what you'll realize is that actually being around someone for a little bit for a time um with boundaries of course but being around them even for a little bit you're going to see how much you've actually progressed and you're going to understand that life is a process and it takes time. So one of the things that I did actually, and I don't know, um, I think this would actually help. I did, I did something cool that just to give you some ideas actually if you're kind of stuck um what i did i was in spotify browsing around a little bit trying my best to catch up i've had a hard time catching up lately and it suggested the widget the lock screen widget and it's just a little open spotify icon it's out of the way it doesn't give you a bunch of stuff you've already heard before which is cool because some of these widgets will do that. Um, it's a really cool lock screen. It it keeps us all connected. I want to be connected on Spotify, whether you're doing music, whether I'm commenting on your podcast, um, voice messaging, um, whether I'm li actively listening and taking in everything you're saying. Um, whether I'm in your show notes, whether I'm doing my own show notes and recording my own podcast, um, whatever it is, like, I want to be more connected out here because I feel like we've all been very much a network. So I added that to the, to the lock screen. But what I also recognize is that I need to be more connected with my, through my vision and less distracted through being nagged. And all that kind of stuff. And so I still definitely have my Google Calendar on the home screen. But what is also helping keep all of that integrated, which that's why I love kind of online services, because they connect everything together. The online calendar is so connected. You don't have to have anything to do with Google, but you can still have it connect. And you, uh, same with um, iCloud and Apple and all that. And so Apple has a beautiful lock screen calendar that connects through my Google and shows me my time blocks 
with the event itself, naming the time it starts and ends. And that is extremely helpful. It has a square one that I recommend for you so that whatever calendar you're using, it could still be Google Calendar on that home screen with one event at a time that you can easily open and, and add things. But that beautiful Apple Calendar widget is right there for you, showing you just little visual elements of emojis or whatever you have as your event, your location-based events, your appointments, your time blocks. It's all kind of your time focus blocks, right? With your times. And so you can kind of just have that little pick up my phone, see what's happening, what I could be focusing on, put it down. That's kind of all I really wanted for that. And so that's there. And then when I need to open up and check my that I'm on top of things, then I open up in my Google Calendar widget. That's beautiful. That's right there showing me my notes, my events, my reminders, my tasks, all of that. And um, that could include so many things, emails, links, uh, locations, all of that. And so it all connects to one calendar, um, which is really what I would kind of, I want note-taking to be a little more of, and it's become that where, you know, the few, like the two, three different note-taking apps I use for different purposes. And so um, that will help you so much to have some kind of visual element. My husband and I live in iMessage and we definitely connect through Apple Notes. Um, he definitely, that's his main one of choice. Even if you have one of these things, you don't have to be kind of crazy into tech like I am. Or even if you just had a notebook. I was so excited for my daughter's birthday. I got her her very first planner. Um, I've gotten her her very first like journal, but this is like a, her very first blank planner um, notebook in a leather like wallet but it's more of a fun there was like a businessy one that looked so cool that I was tempted to get her and then there was like a fun one and she does love brighter colors and you could tell that the one that had a different kind of leather feel to it was brighter it was more of a softer leather um it was more of a softer um hardcover leather rather than kind of that dark um feel kind of that dark leather bound planner so got her that as uh one of her presents right and so i was so excited because i know exactly what pen she uses and even something like that that's that's a five below for a couple dollars really really nice took the time to find it and everything but yeah it's not really even that much if you want to not worry about the phone I think the phone is uh it saves on paper and all that kind of stuff and um being involved in uh paper and things like that has been really really cool but um it takes a lot when you're moving and everything to get that together where you always have your phone with you and but if you get something kind of special that really matters too, you're not always feeling like you have to buy paper. And so it matters. And I've really had a lot of this stuff as a kid drawing. And so it helps to have these kinds of things to be in your autonomous state. 
and to be within your foundation. So we're talking about this and um, getting into what we know of as foundation. Um, and so talking about the relationship aspect a couple of weeks ago and the therapy and the relationship that I really didn't agree with, but that I had to support anyway, for the sake of understanding that that is not mine. Like it's not my, I'm renting from somebody. It's not like directly mine to question and dictate and have authority over. And so by respectfully understanding that, that was kind of my thing um, of letting you know that like sometimes you have to be therapeutic to people. And even if you've never said I could never be a therapist, I've even questioned being a therapist before. I think I've done enough of that in my own life's work. And you might have too, where it's like, no, I deal with enough people as it is. <laughs> you probably have already actually done some level of therapy uh, without realizing it by making someone a cup of coffee and just serving them up with a listening ear and then uh, sitting down and having to kind of talk them through something. And it's helped you to survive at the time. But what is it that you stand on? Because in your life, right, you're going to have something that you feel so true towards. Somebody else is going to have something completely different that they feel true towards. It's not ever the same truth. It's never one absolute truth. That's bullshit. When somebody says that, they're referring to what is true for you. Um, and maybe there are some nuances and maybe somebody, some people have exaggerated a bit. Um, I'm not saying that, but there is no, not necessarily an absolute truth. It's what you stand on. And you are able to actually, when you come into understanding what you stand on, and you're able to act upon that, and you're not having to climb on somebody else's, what they stand on. You can care about somebody without people pleasing. You can disagree with somebody and even speak your mind briefly. In fact, without kind of dealing and carrying their baggage. And... So what does this look like? Well, say you have two teams. The teams coexist. Maybe they're related. Um, and they broke off in their life. And one team has a really, you know, I say team or kind of whatever it looks like, right? They have a really good job that they love. They have a lot of supportive friends that don't judge them, that allow them to be their full self, and they've become their chosen family. And they allow them to be themselves. They uh, feel very creative within their, their work and their inspirations. And they can enjoy 
what they've chosen for themselves in their own life. And they can, for them, it's um, really good to have, have their drink and have their time and not feel judged and not feel looked down on and to be accepted for who they are and to be free. And after all these years of being kind of resentful in feeling trapped, they finally feel like they are free. And so for them, that works, right? And that's what they stand on. And so that is foundation. That's what they stand on. And so then you have another team and they are on the other side and they've built their foundation on their own freedom and their own ways of viewing the world without being judged or looking down upon and being accepted and have their chosen family, team, friends. And they're able to volunteer and do beautiful kind of spiritual work and be there for each other in that way. And they're able to learn healthier kind of different things for them that work. And some of, some of them might include a little bit of, of drinking and some of them um, include a little more caffeine and, and whatever kind of works. Um, but they have a different foundation. And so sometimes you can kind of um, visit for a little bit with boundaries, of course. But what happens when you have a foundation? Like, what is a foundation? Exactly. Um, it's what something is built upon and what is, and, and so what happens, what is required for a foundation to exist? It has to be built. It has to be built in order to exist. And so by being built in order to exist, it has to have substances and modular pieces that match that foundation, that match, that build. And then in order for even the team and the uh, environment to exist and function, the foundations next to each other can connect and coexist in that way. But you, you have to understand you cannot necessarily jump onto each other's foundations and feed off of each other. And that's the biggest thing I've had to learn. I'm glad I'm re-recording this now because I can reiterate this a lot better. Um, I did reiterate it pretty well, but and I did go pretty deep with it. But to really understand this, you have to come away from a stage red mindset where you're like, okay, mind bitch, I'm jumping off of this foundation and we're going to run over here to this other foundation and just jump onto theirs. No, because there's a break. Like you haven't even built anything next to them that you can fall back on or anything like that's not really fair. Um, you're going to end up being like very parasitic, even if it's unintentional, even if it's on accident. And so what you actually can do is you go through what you need to kind of go through to build. And I'm definitely breaking that down in episodes by episodes, but 
you're building your foundation based on what you value that others are building their foundation. So bricks, for instance, is going to work a lot better than quicksand. While as for others, quicksand can allow them to move more freely and smoothly in the way that they operate on the other side. And in order to have this kind of agape oneness love that you might be really knowing that is necessary, you have to fully accept people for who they are. And you also have to have full enough full love for yourself to know that that's not who you are, that you are somebody else. And to understand and recognize that the different foundations and teams and functioning environments can coexist and can be opposite and can be loving at the same time and can have boundaries. And in order for the foundations to stay upright and to stay durable. Because if somebody's coming over there infringing on somebody else's right to have a drink after work and have their peace and write their write in their journal and um, maybe they're infringing on, you know, having their drink and having their food and, and being connected with the people they feel closest to. If, if somebody's infringing on that, then um, that foundation is not going to be very sustainable for them. And that's not really fair when they fought for that environment. They fought to keep that environment despite opposition they fought to it's their environment they fought for it for years um to have it all to themselves to have kind of their life and so and that is the same way that it goes for the other kind of team that is doing things kind of their own way and being spiritual and being um creative and things like that and having kind of their their kind of um, conscious drink and being addicted to their conscious drink and having that to have peace and things like that. Um, and so understanding this will create such a peace that you can have five minutes of silence. So everybody was kind of wanting to do things and kind of like check out things and kind of look around the area and I was kind of in my element of finding kind of the doing the deep work with the conversation and then kind of really feeling a little more um like wanting to understand what's going on exactly and so I had Just everybody kind of went off and I had five minutes to myself doing deep breathing. But what I found was I really, you get so used to meditating in this work. You get so used to introspecting and all that kind of stuff that you don't necessarily need to breathe a certain way to get to a heightened state. You have your five minutes. Maybe two or three minutes. It, it might even be shorter and shorter time spans that it takes. And then 
You can go and take a walk. Meet everybody where they're at. During that five minutes, you don't need anything. And if we can all get to a place where we can say, like, it's great to have an hour of this. Sure, it's great to have 45 minutes. I've done that. I've been there, done that. But let's be proud of ourselves for taking five minutes out of our lives, out of our time as well to, um, to use it wisely to have that silence and to not even need anything. Maybe you're taking your drink in a little bit. Maybe you're taking your deep breath. Maybe you're going to the bathroom. It doesn't matter. It's, the point is you're taking that two to five minutes. Maybe one minute at really, really busy times. But the point is, and, and it can build up to 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever it is. Definitely, like I've had my times and I've talked about that in the podcast of um, when we first moved into here, I took a lot of time for silence and lucidity and all that kind of stuff um, that was necessary and transcendental meditation um, is a lot of ways that I kind of can can do that and that's what works for me. Some people, it's very much um, a sit still. I've been able to do that as well. Um, it really depends it, because there's got to be uninterrupted time and I think it depends on what works for the person but um you know just being able to have that time of silence and then taking that it's like you can take that peace and that silence with you it's not going away because you're having to get up and do something you can then take that with you and decide to go take a walk and join everybody else and that's exactly what I did and it felt great felt very refreshing didn't need, you know, fuck cigarettes, fuck all that shit. Unless you really feel like you, you could use it. Uh, whatever. Um, you know, but this will get you to that heightened state on its own. It's its own high. And so having kind of that ability to do that and work your way up to that is going to be important. Turning everything to where you're just in your own and you're just, you're listening to yourself over everything else. It's uh, very important to do that. And you'll realize what foundation you stand on. You'll understand what foundation you stand on. And you can even do this in conversation with somebody as they're talking, as they're bitching, as they're venting. You can actively listen to what they're saying and you can be introspecting by being active in your listening. You can introspect and say, but look how far I've come and not having to deal with anything else. But look at my own understanding of this. I could just be agreeable to a certain point that is helpful and things like that and respectful and everything like that and even speak the mind you can speak your mind in your own way 
without having a breakdown, without having to cause hurt and anger for others, or without having to people please and kiss ass at the same time. And so understanding that you stand on your own foundation is really the only thing you have to do. You don't have to kick and scream. You don't have to... And, and having a notebook. I got this notebook sitting on the desk right here. And it's got holes in it. It's got kind of the binding in it. It's got the paper. You get them for like a dollar. Um, you can put it and insert it into a bigger binder and have like a bigger system in that way. Or you could just say, you know what, this is, I could be very complex in this notebook or I could be simple, but this is all I need. Just this one little system here or just this one little piece to make up a system here. For your vision, for yourself, for your life. That is all it takes, really, just to understand that you stand on foundation. It's not absolute truth, it's foundation. It's bricks. It's... It could be bricks that are holding you up. It could be quicksand that is allowing you to move in your own environment. Nothing is wrong. None of that is wrong, but it is what works for you. And by understanding that it is yours, it is not going to break. Take care of yourself. Take care of your life. Take care of each other. stay in experience keeping immersed in our life personal experience while sharing connection thanks again so much for being here